0: How Hidden External Speakers improve Pedestrian Safety." Uh, this one's going to be kind of interesting. I don't think a lot of people necessarily know this. This is in regards to certainly with uh, EV cars, since there's no internal combustion engine, gasoline-powered engine, whatever the case may be, in the car at all. It's not like a hybrid. Uh, this is from a trade magazine. So I am reading you or going to be talking to you or reading to you an article that's really for technicians but it's pretty basic there's no reason why a person can't understand it if they're interested and uh, we go from there so again this is from a, a trade magazine called motor age the author is lee hopefully i'm pronouncing it right it's either Prasita or Praquita. one of the two i'm not sure which but in any case hopefully i didn't just butcherize his name uh, a couple quick commercials, as usual. If you want to get a hold of me via uh, email, it's bkpodcast5 at com. I'm also on LinkedIn under Brad, uh, Brad Kyle's Motorworks. Works, and uh, we go from there. So uh, let's get started. Um, for more than a century now, people have been getting used to what it sounds like living around machines powered by explosions. The soundscapes of our roads, parking lots, communities, and cities are filled with the familiar noises from engines and exhaust pipes. Of all the changes we'll experience as we transition to more electric and hybrid vehicles over the coming decades, this is currently one of the most underrated. What will this new world sound like? Automakers have been determining that over the past several years in response to new laws and regulations over the minimum amount of sound that hybrid and electric vehicles must produce in the united states a relatively little known law called the pedestrian safety enhancement act of 2010 required the creation of these new standards which led to the issuance of the quiet car standard in 2016 or fmv ss141 after a slight delay due to covid manufacturers needed to have all new vehicles meet the rules by the end of february 2021 these changes all stem back to the early 2000s not long after the first uh, priya arrived in america when people started realizing that these alternative powertrains were nearly silent at low speeds that soon led to concerns about the risk posed to pedestrians and bicyclists who would be less likely to hear them coming particularly the visually impaired in 2005 Debbie Stein A writer and activist with the National Federation of the Blind had her first encounter with an HEV when her friend brought over his new Prius I I'd be a great burglar it'd be I'm sorry it'd be a great burglars car he told her you could glide down the street in the dead of night and nobody would hear a thing Stein proposed an experiment she recounted in the Braille monitor the NFB's semi monthly publication she would stand on the sidewalk while her friend drove by so she could prove she could hear this supposed stealth vehicle. She heard his door close, then a short while later heard a door open. Why didn't you start up, He she asked. I did start up, he said. I drove to the end of the block. Then I backed up and went about three houses past yours. Then I drove back and parked here in front of you again. Stein said she was shocked. And she finished that column saying the NFB would work with the NHTSA and other authorities to address these potential issues. Soon after, researchers found further evidence that people indeed couldn't hear HEVs coming until they were much closer than ICE vehicles, which means internal combustion engine, if you don't know that. In other words, a gasoline-powered car. And there has been some further evidence that EVs and HEVs have a higher likelihood of being in an accident with pedestrians and bicyclists. You probably have to be a sound engineer or musician to understand the specific requirements that wound up in FMVSS 141, but suffice it to say that these vehicles need to emit an audible sound when traveling forward or backward at less than 20 miles per hour. Technically, the crossover speed is 18.6 miles per hour or 30 kilometers per hour. The logic is that above that speed, the wind and tires are making more noise than the engine, and the electrified vehicle is just as audible as an ice. The mechanism by which they do that is pretty straightforward. Externally mounted speakers, such as between the right headlight and wheel well in a Tesla Model Y, between the grille and hood latch on the Toyota RAV4 hybrid, or mounted underneath the electric delivery vans Rivian has made for Amazon. The sounds those speakers emit, however, have not been as simple to create as you might imagine. presented with the opportunity to define the way their vehicles sound through auto engineering rather excuse me audio engineering rather than mechanical engineering may have turned to high-profile composers and production studios to literally set the tone for their brands. For instance, BMW hired Hans Zimmer, the famous composer who scored Dune, Gladiator, The Dark Knight trilogy, etc., to produce the various sounds for its Vision M next concept sports car. Other European makes like Volkswagen, Porsche, and Jaguar, I'm sorry, Jaguar, wow, worked with big-name producers to outfit the audio of their ID3, take, take Hand, Turbo S, and iPace respectively. Meanwhile, Ford hired the automotive tech company Harmon and T-Pain, the famous auto-tuned rapper and producer behind such hits as Bartender, Low, and Buy You a Drink, to produce the sound profile for the Mustang Mach-E. For some manufacturers, these warning sounds have been around for more than a decade, although they have updated their acoustics since to ensure they meet the newest regulations. Nissan debuted, debuted a pedestrian alert on the Leaf all the way back in 2011, and in 2017 updated its sound to a new bespoke sonic identity named Canto. General Motors first equipped the Chevrolet Bolt with an a- AVAS system in 2012, and their internal sound engineering team has created new warning sounds for its growing line of EVs like the GMC Hummer, EV, and Cadillac Lyric. In some cases, all this work amounts to a one-second wave file that is continuously looped, like in the Nissan example. The FMVSS regulations actually require that this sound algorithmically increases in volume as the vehicle speeds up to help provide a sense of momentum similar to a combustion engine revving up. Of course, all of these automakers are aiming to not only be compliant, but also make their vehicles more appealing. Each wants to appear at the forefront of technology, which is why they all so far have a vaguely futuristic space-age sound, rather than a conventional engine sound. As the executives at the Sonic branding firm in the video above say, they want consumers to be drawn to a vehicle based on its sound, but in a way that also feels new, not just a synthetic version of pistons firing. Note that AVAS is not to be confused with sounds like manuf- that manufacturers add to the interior or exterior to simply improve the auditory driving experience. There's a solid episode of Wheelhouse from Donut Media that looks at the history of these kinds of fake automotive sounds. For some though, AVAS has been a big turnoff, annoying owners to the point of unplugging their speakers. Other have pointed out that many are now louder than modern, relatively quiet ICE vehicles. One solution by automakers was to provide consumers with various options to select from. Several OEMs petitioned NTHSA to modify their rules, but that petition was denied just this past summer. Instead, these sounds have to be consistent across models and trim levels. In anticipation of non compliance, Tesla issued a recall update earlier this year for a feature called Boombox, which allowed drivers to play a variety of audio through their external speaker and even update their own sounds. Boombox still works, but only while parked now, so as not to conflict with the pedestrian warning system. That just further frustrated owners who apparently liked driving around with ice cream truck music and making sounds of breaking wind. passers-by when someone asked Elon Musk about it on Twitter he replied the fun police made us do it sigh right now as alternative powertrain vehicles still only make up less than 1% of vehicles on the road in America these sounds are few and far between in most of the country in 20 years though electrified vehicles could make up all new car sales in the United States Some people have been wondering now whether all these new sounds being produced in studios will start to make our roads sound like a symphony or a cacophony. In other words, will it it become more pleasant in the long run or more annoying? So, that's that one. I bet a lot of people didn't think about that. I mean, I've certainly noticed when I'm in a, you know, shopping center or something, and, and, I mean, you, you really have to pay attention because next thing you know, uh, somebody's on you, so to speak, hopefully not literally, and uh, you de- you never heard them coming. Uh, so yeah, you gotta you gotta pay attention and, and be aware of your surroundings and circumstances in regards to especially electric vehicles because they do not necessarily make much of any noise. So I hope you found that one interesting and uh, enlightening, and. Um, appreciate you listening again if you want to get a hold of me via email it's bkpodcast5 at com, and again i'm also on linkedin under uh, brad kyle's motorworks and uh appreciate you listening appreciate your time i hope you have a fantastic day and a great tomorrow thank you again thank you for listening to this episode it's been an honor and a privilege to spend time with you I hope you found this of value. Please share it with family and friends. Above all else, with all you're getting, get understanding. May God bless you and keep you, and thank you again.